guys, this is Lisa, the purple-haired mom, and welcome back to the purple-haired podcast. We are here for the last episode of 2020. We made it. It's almost over. I hope this episode finds you guys relaxed and well after having a great Christmas, even if it was a smaller Christmas or a bit of a, a different vibe than you're used to. I hope you were able to at least spend time with people that you love and try to enjoy the season. So what I wanted to do today is I realized looking through all of my episodes that other than tell you personal stories about myself, which is already pretty personal, and I touched on here and there, like mentioned what I do, especially when I was talking about like SBA stuff, business, uh, what small businesses are doing. I've never really touched on what it is that I do because I have three different businesses and I figured to do a three part series and I kind of explained to you what I do because everything's a little bit different. Like my marketing and my events kind of go hand in hand, um, but they're also separate. And then I also have a vegan cosmetics company, which I would love to tell you guys about as well. So what is it that I do as far as marketing? Um, a lot of people think marketing and they think, you know, advertising agencies and you know television commercials and radio commercials well it's 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 not that it, it's kind of that it, it leans toward that type of situation but not a hundred percent okay so when I moved out to LA I moved out there because I had gotten a job with an event company I had already been doing events for a couple of years but here in Ohio, events are very different. Like in LA, you have red carpet events, you have major charity events, charity balls. One of the events that I did out in LA was called the Red Star Ball. And that was a major multi-million dollar ball. The guest of honor and entertainment for the night was Diana Ross, if that tells you anything about the caliber of the events that we were doing. so. But what I also learned is we handled marketing. We handled marketing for, um, for a lot of small businesses and not just small businesses locally, small businesses all over the United States and Canada that were struggling to really find their footing when it came to marketing. A lot of them had already spent tens of thousands of dollars on radio promotions and television promotions. And the problem with that is you're paying somebody up front for a certain amount of marketing advertising time. They, however, decide when you will get that time. So you could pay a television, aid, a television agency maybe, say, 20 grand for seven spots. And really, it does cost that much for seven commercial spots. And they could choose to put you on at two o'clock in the morning in the middle of an infomercial or in the middle of, you know, one of those really, really late night talk shows. There's not really a lot of people seeing that. I mean, you've got certain people, but it's not really getting exposure. Radio, a lot of people pay for radio ads. Radio used to be one of the number one ways that you could actually reach out to people. Back in the days, you know, I'm going to date myself here. People used to use the phone book. They'd buy ad space on the phone book because phone books went to every household. You could do that. You could buy ad space in school yearbooks. 
and school flyers because people saw this. Well, when people got away from that, you could buy ads in magazines, but it would cost you a lot, especially if they were like Vogue, Cosmo, you were paying out a lot of money. And then people started using radio ads. Radio ads used to be number one. That was like a major way to reach a bunch of people in your area. But once again, in your area, because radio stations don't go very far. Radio waves are only going so far. So what used to be number one now really isn't a very good way to advertise because number one, most people aren't even listening to the radio anymore. They have Bluetooth in their car, so they're playing their Pandoras, they're playing their Spotify's. That's where it is. And then you could, sure, you could ask for advertising on Spotify. You could ask for advertising on Pandora. But guess what? People are paying for premium things, so they have no ads. Kind of defeats the purpose. So what I found out from this ad company or from this uh, event company that they were marketing to small businesses, they were doing what's called a swag bag or a celebrity gifting lounge. So obviously in L.A. you have a lot of celebrities. So all of these smaller companies they were uh, we had lash companies like they had like this lash serum that would help your lashes grow um you had actually well-known product names like pilot pen um they they were a major major um contributor to our events because they saw so much return on their investment um, we had jewelry companies we had catering companies we had you know mattress companies we had basically everything wine companies and what they would do is they would pay a one-time fee to our company and we would put them into the gift lounge now depending on what level they were so your levels would depend on how much space you had how much um so how big your table was how many people you could have represent your company and your placement in the lounge so obviously the more you paid, the better your placement, you'd be towards the front, be one of the first ones seen and basically get them coming in the door as opposed to walking out the door. But also if you say you were a really, really small company and you just didn't have, you just didn't have the amount of money to be able to send anybody there and pay for something, you could do something where it was just the product was sent and one of our event people or one of our, um, either one of our coordinators or one of our volunteers or our interns would be the one handling your product and getting the pictures with the celebrities and everything. So they would not only get the placement, they would get the celebrities, they would gift them one item, okay? Or if they wanted to gift them two, if you had more than one, it was up to you. They would gift them one item and then they would gift them, uh, so they'd go around and get all these gifts, but they would also get pictures of the celebrity with their item. They would get tons of press you had bloggers bloggers youtubers you had um several different media outlets there and this was all for one price our company actually did live did a live stream from our event so anybody watching our live stream was also in the event with us being live so i thought this was an amazing way to really get the small businesses a lot more bang for their buck because they were paying one fee and getting what twenty thousand dollars couldn't get you on tv right on tv people were seeing your product but they weren't handling it and here not only was somebody handling the product but it was a celebrity and the celebrity is taking a picture with your product which you were then turn going to turn and put on your website and boom right 
So what does this carry over for me? Well, when I decided to move back to Ohio, I wanted to bring a little bit of that back with me. So what I did was decide to do sort of the same type of thing here. Obviously, thanks COVID, it did, I haven't been able to do much of anything. But what I wanted to do was do almost like a trade show for small businesses. Have a network, have them, you know, networking, bring local celebrities. We do have local celebrities here and have them do the same thing. Pay a fee to get, you know, press and especially bloggers, YouTubers. And I stress to people about YouTubers and bloggers, okay? YouTubers and vloggers are your best friend. And now YouTubers, vloggers, and TikTokers, okay? If you can get somebody who has several hundred thousand followers or more, you have to think if you strike up a conversation with them and they decide to do a video with your product, you can get into a sponsorship with them. You'd pay them a fee. They do your advertising for you and you met them through our company. So they would do all of the marketing for you just by wearing or showing your product on their video. What does this kind of do as far as what, what I'm doing as far as marketing? Number one, I'm doing the event. Number two, I also will do one-on-ones with companies who maybe can't do the event because not everybody can afford a big event like that. But I will talk to people and they can pay for a, a one-on-one marketing session where we can get to the bottom of why they're not having success on social media. Because social media is exactly where people need to be advertising right now because social media is taking off. It is, and I'm not talking about, you know, buying ads. Yeah, you can do that if you have enough money to do that but I'm talking about using your word of mouth. Now you hear this a lot with network marketers or MLMs. People try to teach them. There are a lot of coaches out there that specifically target these MLM workers because they've been taught how to do things all wrong. They have the internet at their fingertips and they choose to act like furniture salesmen. Why do I say furniture salesmen? I used to work at a furniture store many years ago and I worked in the finance department, so I would help people get finance for their furniture, but I had a bird's eye view of the whole place. I would literally watch salesmen stand at the entrance. People would get three steps in the door and they were on top of them, on top of them. Hey, what are you looking for? Hey, what are you looking for? And if they told them, hey, I'm just looking, I'm trying to get an idea of what I want to do with my house. I'll let you know when, when I need something, but right now I'm just, I'm just looking. And I would watch the person walk away. So the person basically has already given the, the salesperson shoved the card in her face. Here, here I am, here I am, here I am. That, remember my name, call for only me, just me. Just, my name is Bob. And then the whole time that people are walking through the store trying to get an idea of what they are doing with, you know, with everything that, you know, they want to do. The salesman is stalking them through the aisles, stalking them, okay? Like I'm talking every time they turn the corner into another aisle, he's either behind them or he's already at the end. That is not 
going to get you a sale because that person is going to be completely and totally terrified of you. Terrified of you, okay? Terrified of you. I'm not kidding, terrified, okay? I don't know why these salesmen do it, and it's because they're kind of um, taught that way. They're taught that way. They're taught to go ahead and just be on top of them. Same thing that car salesmen are taught. Be on top of them, be on top of them, be on top of them, be on top of them. And it doesn't help. It doesn't help (laughs) at all. And that's what we try to stress to people when they're marketing online, especially MLMs. And I do help people that are network marketers. Sometimes they just want, you know, they want a little direction because maybe their upline isn't giving them a lot of guidance. There are a lot of people out there that have been in network marketing. I've been in network marketing before. It wasn't really my thing. But I know people that are out there that have done plenty of network marketing and they had a lot of success in it. And it was because they didn't do the things that a lot of leaders tell these these people to do. Um, the person I actually learned from, I wish I would have been like more into it. I mean, I love her. Like the person that taught me, I love her. And she's amazing. And like, I think anybody can learn from her. She didn't do what all these other people are doing. She didn't throw messages into everybody's inbox. She was never, ever, ever spamming anybody. Never. And that's what a lot of these leaders tell people to do is to spam, which that you got to think if they're doing that just as people, you got to imagine a company that has never, ever, ever really taken to the internet before and gone, you know, strictly into social media marketing, they're not going to know exactly where they should go with this so a lot of them will start emailing people like they haven't like a lot of companies have an email list they'll just go through their email list and just start emailing everybody every single email is spam it doesn't look good so why do that why would you do that to your clients If you're now trying social media marketing, there are other ways to do things. There's ways to get attention to your company and to your business without having to send a single message. That's what people don't get. So we try to teach, especially businesses, because especially with COVID, there's a lot of places that are now shut down for one-on-one, you know, as far as people coming in, they have to limit people that come in, so that limits their business. You have an entire world at your feet. And if you take advantage, okay, of the resources that are out there, and this is why I always tell companies, become friends with influencers. Not someone, not, I'm not talking about some of these companies that will email somebody who has 500 followers and be like, oh, we want you to be an influencer. We love your pictures. No, I mean real influencers, okay? These people are going to have cards with their prices on them to be you know involved with your company they're going to give you their it's called a rate card they'll tell you all about them like what type of things that they're there's some people that will only be willing to do certain types of products 
you have to basically woo them like you would a client. You want this person and you want somebody who's got a hundred thousand followers or over. Okay. Minimum a hundred thousand. You can go a little lower if you're not, you know, if you're not too, you know, a really big company, you want to go a little bit lower on followers, but you want to have at least 10,000 at the very minimum. I say 10,000 because at 10,000 on Instagram, you have the swipe up feature, which means if they're an influencer for you, they can have a swipe up to your website. Okay. I say to become friends with influencers because influencers are your ticket to everybody else. Okay. That's why I always told people that, you know, celebrities are great. Okay. Celebrities are great to have pictures with your product, but be really nice to these YouTubers and be really nice to the TikTok people and be really nice to these vloggers because they're the ones, a lot of times they have a lot more influence over people than celebrities do because influencers and vloggers are more attainable as far as people speaking with them. So they say you have a, a, a headphone, you sell headphones. And you have a picture and they did a whole video reviewing your headphones and telling people how great your headphones are. Somebody sends a comment to them about, oh, wow, when did you get those? What are they, you know, how do you like them? And they're more, they're more apt to respond back to that person than some big celebrity. And depending on how popular your, your influencer is, you have 10,000, 100,000, up to several million followers that are going to be watching what they're doing. So when I say social media is the way to go, social media is the way to go. So the reason that I wanted to tell you guys about what I do is because a lot of people, especially businesses, don't think to reach out. You know, especially if you've been in business a long time, social media is new for, for you. If you've been in business 30 plus years and you're just now getting in touch with the times, Social media marketing may not be your cup of tea. At least you don't think it is because you haven't been able to try it. So that's where I come in. I, I don't expect somebody to just be like, oh, you're going to make my business better. No, I always, always, always do a 30 minute consultation, kind of like a lawyer. You know how a lawyer, you get a consult and then you decide whether or not you want to hire the lawyer to help you out. That's what we do, except less bullshit and uh, you know, less tasteless suits. You get a 30 minute consult with me via Zoom, obviously, COVID. If we weren't in COVID and you were local, we would like go chill at a, a Starbucks and sit down and talk. But right now we would do a Zoom. Um, if you're a company, I'd be more than happy to do a consultation with you and your, if you have a marketing director or if you have a partner or if you have just employees that you want to hear what's going on, okay? To give you an example of how much this can do for a business, okay, there is a company, okay, I'm going to put in, okay, there's a company in Canada. They are called uh, JJS Fashions. It's a clothing company in Canada. They're a little, you know, individually owned store. One of their, um, one of their cashiers or one of their managers decided that she was going to make TikToks. She made one, uh, an, an account for the, for the store 
she decided she was going to do TikToks and feature her boss, the owner, because he was so good looking. And they did this whole thing called Hot Boss Alert. What am I supposed to do with my hot boss? And they started doing all these videos and making it super funny, super relatable. You love her. You love him. Everybody wants, you know, all the women want to know about him. But people love her and the other people that work there because they're so funny and they've made it really relatable. They've blown up on TikTok. People are asking, where's your store? I want to come, even if they only want to come to the store to see what he looks like, even though we know what he looks like, they want to come see him. People are stepping inside their store. They did not pay for one ad. She took it upon herself to make a TikTok. She had an idea and she was like, I'm going to do this because my, my owner is hot. I mean, not everybody's got a hot owner, but you see what happened. They, you know, they gained popularity by using a social media platform. They had something, they had a gimmick they could use. If you don't have a gimmick, that's where I come in. So we would sit down on a Zoom, have a conversation, see if we're a good fit. We gotta see if we mesh. If you want my help, there's tons of things to choose from that would be in your budget. We try to cater to every budget. So that's where my, that's the marketing part of Amethyst Events and Marketing. That's what I do. I help people. I'm helping people bring their businesses into the social media world. As far as I'm concerned, every company should have a social media marketer on their team. If you don't, you should get one, okay? There's ways to go about that. If you don't have one or you can't afford to, to hire somebody new because of COVID, I'm more than happy to teach one of your people how to do it, okay? It's, it's not really a rocket science, but there is a science to it. There's algorithms and all kinds of things that you need to be aware of. It's, it can be super fun, but it can also be super profitable. So that is kind of what I do. And if you would like to know more, you can find me on, on Facebook. Uh, you can just look up my name, L-Y-S-S-A-H-O-L-D-E-R. I'm on there. Um, it has links in there. I have a link tree. Um, you can go to my website, which is www.purplehairmom.com. Everything is on there. If you, but find me on Facebook, shoot me a message. I have a public Facebook. I am open to DMs. Shoot me a message. If you want to schedule a consultation, we can get your company out of the 2020 funk and get it into 2021 and shooting forward. So thank you so much for listening to me talk for 23 minutes. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with me. And I will see you all in 2021 for our second installment of All About Me. So I appreciate you guys sticking with me. And I hope you guys have a very, very happy new year. And don't forget, at midnight on the 31st, we're yelling Jumanji and getting the hell out of this crazy game. I'll see you guys later. Have a great night.